Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. (laughs) I am your host, Tim Lyons. (laughs) Joined in studio with the sound effects coming from Nick. Wait, that's, jo- not, a, that's not a live audience? I don't know. <laughs> Give it up for Randy Angston. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> All right, enough of that. Cut it out. All oh, right. Man. How did that cut it out? Yeah. <laughs> was it uh, Home Alone? Or, I mean, uh, Full House? Yes. Cut it out. It Joe, hey, we're having a Joey good time, guys. Or? We got the sound effects on the, uh, what is that called? The Roadcaster Pro. So anyways. We're going to get some NBA jams up in here. Yeah, he's heating up. All right, quick announcement, guys. After all that uh, hoopla, (laughs) the Iron Circle is now open enrollment. Uh, We don't typically do open enrollment periods except for around the Grow Summit. It's always invite only. Um, These are are gym owners that we've been working with on some level. We know where they're at in their business, and they end up, you know, moving on into the Iron Circle. Now that we've uh, just kind of announced at the Grow Summit, uh, it's open enrollment uh, for the near future, not indefinitely until we get to our numbers. But um, yeah, if you have interest in that, and if you want to learn more about the Iron Circle, it's our highest level mastermind. It's ironcircle.net. Yes. Our favorite group. And you're wearing another Iron Circle oh, shirt. Yeah. One of the I perks, uh, one of the perks is at every event, be it the, you know, experiences in Sundance in Florida and Myrtle Beach uh, or the or the Grove Summits mm-hmm. or the boardrooms, like <laughs> we, we do uh, shirts. So, I mean, it's just extra little cool thing. We love shirts. Oh, yeah. This year, there's some some fun things coming out. Yeah. Grove Summit was big for the Iron Circle. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely that that's the area and the direction we're putting a lot of our time and attention for sure for sure cool cool all right so this uh, episode guys we're going to talk about challenges in your business for those of you you know been living under a rock uh for the last decade plus <laughs> uh challenges are, are short-term kind of like programs that you either bring new clients in on over a short period of time or you do it internally but the idea is that it's uh, we we've always called these bracketed programs. It's got a start and an end date. It's got you know it's a set price. You get X, Y, and Z. Everything you need to be successful in this compressed program. Yep. And I put this in the Facebook group. Uh, you know the business talk with fitness professionals Facebook group. Uh, you know how do you guys leverage challenges in your business? And we've got a good thread going, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people um, leverage it internally to re-motivate their clientele and, and you know, get them going again. Keep things and, interesting and fun. And um, we've used them in the past for that as well as upgrade, yep. you know, uh, to get them to experience the next level of membership. Um, and then, of course, for marketing. And here's my take, and I'm going to throw this out there. It may be unpopular, but uh, we haven't run challenges in two to three years now, and I can't stand them. We ran them to death um, for a while because, listen, you know, at the end of the day, they work. Yeah. They get people off of the couch. 
get them motivated to come into the gym. And, and if it's doing that, like what's so bad about it? Well, mm -hmm. the reason I don't personally like challenges is because a lot of times in challenges, you put together a delivery of services that aren't in alignment with your regular systems of your business. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is, you know, typically when you do a challenge, you've got like a special nutrition seminar and extra weigh-ins and a different meal plan and a different, you know, workout schedule and all these accountability tools that go into the challengers challenge itself, yeah. that you're not doing normally for your current clients. And mm -hmm. that does two things. It, one, it makes your current clientele kind of look over your shoulder and like, why are not, why yep. am I in, I'm not getting that, right? And then the second thing that is kind of shooting yourself in the foot is these challengers get all of these goodies. And then when they become a member, they don't get any of the yeah, goodies. And it's kind of like, you know, the, the, they pull it away. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and the, the culture that it creates in, in, in the gym, um, you know, you're always front end focused. We all know that like the, the true value comes from retention, right? We, if we can keep our clients longer, it's, it's a hell of a lot easier than just always being focused and, and stressing about that next client walking through the door. Yeah, that's one of our pitfalls, front end, back end imbalances, yeah, meaning you know. that you're so focused on that front end where really the real money in the business is made long term. Yeah, it's right? funny. I've had this conversation a couple of times with, with calls this week and it, it does. It blows minds when I, I mentioned that we haven't run challenges in this long. They're like, Wait, how do you get clients through the door? Like that's the only thing fitness is still kind of stuck stuck on when it comes to getting clients off the couch. Mm -hmm. um, I love the fact that we're kind of proving that that's not needed. No. Right. And uh, to the point, you know, as an agency, when we started ProFit, when we were, were putting leads and converting them into trial members in these gyms, it highlighted all those other problems too. And, you know, the issue was we always needed big numbers, right? I mean, at, when we, kicked off. I think our average was 84 participants in three weeks. That's, mm -hmm. that's a hell of a lot of people in the front door of a business. Sure. And so, you know, that became kind of the norm, you know what I mean? But how, who can consistently grow at that rate? I mean, how, how many challenges could you do a year and take on 87, you know, potential clients? And yeah. so it was a lot of, um, you know, throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks type of thing. And I think that rather than putting that much stress on the business for all of those reasons, take one, quarter of those clients and keep them all. You know what I yep. mean? Do it, it was, right. yeah, exactly. Like it, it was a, a f it was kind of like the, doing things fast and exciting, but not the right way. You know, what's funny is we did a poll back in the, you know, maybe a year ago in the group and we, I asked them this, would you rather grow very quickly all at once or would you rather grow slowly over the long period of time? And 90% of the people say grow slowly over the long period of time, yet their actions yep. are all quickly as fast as possible, silver bullet, get as many people in the door as possible, and hopefully they stick. So their actions and what they say they want are completely unaligned. Absolutely. And, you know, of course, this is just groups of people saying this, but I, I would imagine that's probably the norm. You ask a gym owner, hey, do you want to just grow steadily over time, nice and consistent, a couple trickles in every single day or every week? Yes, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, but then all they do and, and, and I don't, you know, I, I, I hate generalizing all they do every gym. Yeah, no, it's sure. not true. Not every gym, but all you got to do is open up your Instagram feed and look around and it's challenge this yep. six week that this, you know, program this and, and look, the reason gyms do it, it's because it works to get people in the door. 
But the reason I just can't stand it is it breaks the systems of the operation and you're working way, way too hard to get clients when you don't have to do any of that. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And there's a good, you know, a, a pretty good highlight to the fact that it's it's a marketing game and it's not necessarily the right thing for the business is mm-hmm. the fact that mo- a lot of these challenges are created and implemented by the marketing companies and the agencies, not the gym. The gym is, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're hiring an agency to run, quote unquote, their program. What the hell does that have to do with your gym? Like, I don't want their nutrition program in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do they know about nutrition? Does that, that doesn't fit well, our beliefs and things like that. Definitely, and, definitely a uh, thorn in my side at the way we've spoken about it for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, gyms hiring agencies to run marketing plays that, you know, don't align with what they get, they do. And the gyms will lean on and ask the agencies for yeah, meal assets. plans yeah. and nutrition programs. And it just doesn't make any sense in the, all senses of the word. I mean, think about, um, let's think about any other business. Just think about- You think Coca-Cola goes to their advertising agency and asks about ingredients? What should we add to No, <laughs> no, I know. And it's, and it's so ironic that in this fitness game, it's just different. And we had our, we had our coaching call this week about marketing, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about how, I mean, fitness, the fitness business marketing, the fitness marketing out there just is the worst. It It goes after the 1% of the audience that is ready to purchase now, disregards everybody else. It's buy my stuff, direct response. Here's my hook, no education, no bringing somebody up the awareness triangle. No, you're competing for the most expensive person too. No giving before receiving. It's always asking for the sale. And yes, there is room for that. But you know, the rest of the market, like you can dominate your market guys, if you just run out and educate people. Well, and that's the reason I always equate it to a bank account. You know, we've used a term, right? Your, that's your, your marketplace is just like a bank account and you need to do deposit if you want to withdraw. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is your withdrawals are asks, right? You're asking your clients to purchase something. You're asking your marketplace to invest into your business. Well, that 1%, you know, like if we're never putting deposits in, if we're never giving value, and this is where some of that content comes into play. It doesn't seem like it's a, a return on our money, right? When you're posting those things, or maybe you're boosting posts for exposure on something that's just educational. 
guys, that's the stuff that's going to change like the perception or the belief. It creates you as the expert. Like those are the things that have to happen to talk to the one percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're just literally just not doing ninety nine percent of it. Yeah. And yeah, and that yeah, to your point, like we're literally just asking. We're going to the bank, you know, every day and just trying to pull money out, and there's nothing in the account. Will you buy my stuff, right? And one of the easiest ways every gym can do this, this podcast. Yeah, you, you can go do a podcast to educate your market, chop it up. You see us doing it. I mean, this is us giving content right now. Mm-hmm. Like right now, we discuss. I mean, we have three hundred and what? How many episodes? This is 326 episodes of Goodwill yeah. delivered to the marketplace. And yes, do we ask for stuff on this? Absolutely. And why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? This is a business. But also, if you hear something on these podcasts that resonates with you as a gym owner, you know, like, trust what we're saying. You can see it. Maybe you take some of the tips that we give you and you go and do it in your gym and it works like we've had happen all the time. That's our goal for you. Yeah, we want to give <laughs> you all the goodies so then you can turn around and then just go win, right? Yeah. And then you decide, hey, you know, at some point in time when you're ready, you're like, man, I'd love to work with those guys and let's get this thing going. Let's get to take the rocket ship to the moon. It's exactly, and it's funny, right? Like that same process that, you know, that we're doing here is the same exact thing that Tim said you guys can do in your gyms. You should be, you need to be doing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had a big, big walls up when we first, you know, sat down before the podcast, you know, even we, we thought we had to keep everything close to heart, you know, tight lip everything because... Your competitor is going to steal it. Well, we've obviously come to find out that the more we give away, the better off the whole thing is. And so I, that's, that's yours to, to, to take and do yeah. with. But, one, uh, one thing to keep in mind is every piece of content that you deliver into the marketplace should within itself be able to deliver a result. Yep. So, for example, if you're a gym and you want to do a, uh, I don't know, a, a workout plan that you're giving away or doing a lead magnet, if somebody were to take that and they follow the plan, they will get a result. And that's the way you need to look at all of your content. Mm-hmm. You need, it be, needs to be so valuable at every level that somebody could essentially pay for this information and get a result, but you're either giving it away for free or a small fee, like seven dollars, like tripwire style stuff or lead or magnet. Maybe, yeah, I was gonna say, even just a lead magnet, right? Yeah. You're gating it, meaning you're capturing their name, phone number, and email for that delivery. Mm-hmm. That's a great, you know, that's a great piece of value for that. And I think the gyms that take this concept and run hard with it can beat everybody. I, they already are. Well, they I are. Mean, like that, yeah, that's what we're seeing. Then I completely agree. Think about it from this aspect. If you could create something that w- is worth five, six, seven, a thousand dollars, like just put it, maybe it's a, it's a workout guide, plan, nutrition thing, all in one. And you bundled it up and you sold it or you gave it away. Think about how many leads you could possibly get. And then when those people go into that content and they read through it or they watch the videos or they follow the meal plan, they're getting a result. Man, when it's time for them to need extra help, they're going to come right to you because you just gave them all the goodies. And that's exactly it is you're positioning yourself. You're giving away something that you know, you know, it has that value for the implementation. They get the win. You get credit for that win. I was having a conversation the other day about, um, clients that sat in with one of our coaching clients, um, she struck out in a couple sales. And the, (laughs) Tim's over here really messing with his mic. Well, that's (laughs) the gym, the team uses it and this is the way it's supposed to be. That's the way you have it, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, Carry on. So (laughs) she struck out and uh, we had the conversation about it, right? The people, there was education that was needed. 
in order to, to actually get those sales. And so after right. the fact, um, it wasn't a no, it was a, you know, they, the client didn't know enough of what they actually needed and what she provided in order for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I reminded her that there's a fortune in that follow-up. And unfortunately, even in the, in these challenge based systems and things, people are coming into the organization and that's it. You know, that first no becomes a no forever. Um, or the person, you know, does the trial and doesn't convert and we're moving them on. Like there, there's so much more value in the education aspect, in the follow-up, mm -hmm. um, put those people into nurtures. Your nurtures should all be just hammering value, Yep. right? The 70, 30, 80, 20 type mentality. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day -day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much, and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get to, into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. You know what's funny is we start. I think this top topic of this episode was about challenges, but it, it turned <laughs> into content, right? It, yeah, sure. And it turned into uh, delivering value to the market, which in education. So here's another kind of pro tip on you know, like a lot of times, gyms will be like, I, I don't know what to tell people. I don't know what to say. I don't know what they need to hear in order for them to understand. Here, here's the easiest kind of strategy to use. So basically. Um, Take a piece of paper out, draw a line horizontally on the piece of paper. On the left-hand side, put a sad face. On the right-hand side, put a happy face. This is your client. They are coming to you sad, but after they do the things in your gym, they become happy. What are the pillars of those uh, you know, services and delivery within your gym that gets somebody a result? Well, nutrition's one, the fitness aspect, the accountability aspect, all these things. And then just draw little pillars and then just say, okay, all the things that are fitness, fitness is the one of the reasons why people get results at my gym. Okay, well, what is it about the fitness that you do? Okay, well, we do large group. Okay, why is large group important? Or why is it beneficial? Oh, it's a camaraderie, it's the high heart rate, it's the fat loss aspects. It's, and then, okay, cool. So what about the actual heart rate that make gets them result okay well the epoch and the uh you know interval training okay well there's your topic look yeah exactly there's your topic well we train uh strength training we're really focused on functional training okay great check mark cool what about functional training is the reason why people get results oh well it's because we train our body to move the way it does in normal everyday life okay cool lots of little subtopics and now you're creating content either videos or podcasts or ebooks or blog posts about that and then when somebody reads it, they, this is what happens in their head. Okay, I've been working out for two years and I haven't been getting results. And the reason I haven't been getting results is because I'm not training that way. Correct. That's yep. the way they do it. And that's the reason they do it. And that's why I need to go that gym because this is what they deliver there. Yeah. I go, I've talked about it. I mentioned it recently on the podcast. Seth Godin's This Is Marketing, the book. He says, you know, in order to ask for a sale or in order to get into a position to where somebody's ready to buy they have to have a change of belief or that aha moment that has to take place. When you deliver a result or you deliver that win, that's what that's doing, mm -hmm. right? They, they're now like, oh, or even the information, the education on it. I, ha I haven't seen those results before because I haven't done this. Aha, that's what I've been missing. Yep. And then 
that aha moment me it then takes them into a you know puts them in a position of action okay i haven't done this before i need this where do i have this this is where i heard of it this gym is the is the place to get this let me go get that there right and I, it, I, that's exactly what education and that's exactly what content in the marketplace should do. It's positioning you as the local resident expert. Well, guess what this isn't? This isn't challenges. That's the point yes. of this episode. The, the whole point is you're doing all these other things that is not a challenge. Well, let's talk about, too, the intent of the person that's walking through the door, right? If we're, if we're going for, we know challenge-based marketing is attracting the 1% most ready to take action and get a result. Yep. But the challenge itself isn't your membership. It's a short-term, typically weight loss style program, Program, right? Mm-hmm. You, I mean, most of them aren't going beyond eight, nine weeks, 12 weeks maybe, from you know, what we traditionally see. That client is, is not often the type of client that's gonna be in your business for six years. Versus the client who, realizes they they need to make a change, a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. um, was educated on what they were missing. The intent of those two people are different, much like Google versus Facebook leads, right? I would much rather have somebody who walks through my door, curious about the education that we've taught them on and why, and, and can ask those types of questions mm-hmm. than the person who's coming in and, and wants to lose Quick 30 fix. pounds in 30 days. Quick fix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then, the and then the, exactly. And then, you know, that's the reason that these clients, whether or not they get the results or they don't in that challenge, they're not thinking about being, you know, like this isn't a lifestyle for them. Mm. This, I got my result. I got my 30 pounds. I got that's, my why, that's why you see a lot of drop off after exactly. somebody hits a goal and then they come back for the next challenge and the next challenge. And then and you're really not, I mean, if you're being honest, you're really not helping these po- folks. You they're, are, they're, you're, and, and uh, you know, not to say that, hey, every gym is doing this, but like there's a lot of these meal plans that are very, very uh, limited in, uh, you know, caloric deficiencies, oh, yeah. like too, too far. And I'm not here to get into that, but like that ends up hurting them in the long run. And then they gain all the weight back and more. And then they're fighting this battle, this yo-yo all for their life. Yeah. Is that really helping them? No, you're actually hurting them. And, and so you know, enough can be said about why challenges work and do they work? Apps, I'll be the first one to say they work. Yeah, but work, define work, right? Do, yeah, work, they get work. Get people in the door. There you go. That's that's what I mean, yeah. getting people in the door. And there, there's this teeter-totter approach is, is like, sell them what they want, but give them what they need. Yeah, maybe maybe front end it with, hey, this is a challenge, but then when they come in, you really deliver really what they need. That, that, that to me would be definitely okay. Um, as long as you're not really spelling it out in the ad and like you're getting this, 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 and this, and you don't do that. Yeah, you're like, not delivering on that, sure. But, but like to, to follow an, uh, a marketing agency's nutrition plan that's a caloric deficit of, you know, it's 1,200 calories and it's all this crap, you know, like you're, you're really missing the boat. Yeah. You're, it's, it's the opposite of what you should be doing. So anyways, lots of things you can do instead of challenges. You could run challenges and get people in the door and then deliver them something else. Totally up to you. I do feel that internal challenges are, are probably one of the better things to do because it's just, hey, you're setting up uh, some goals, mm-hmm. really. You know, here, here's the goal. Here's the structure of the challenge. And everybody fights to get to the top. And, that, and and a lot of times it's taking the same things that you're doing already. You're not adding in, no, you know, yeah, you're not yeah. adding in workouts. You're not, it's really just kind of um A lot of times tracking. It's, it's tracking the workouts. It's tracking a little bit harder. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit more motivation. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some extra little like um, 
workout challenges to do, hey, you know, row, row a thousand meters yeah. every day this week or, you know, like extra stuff, a little extra work, you know, bonus work and stuff. And that that's totally cool. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're being honest, working out for years on end is pretty damn boring. Yeah, yeah, but that's, it changes up the mundane for them. Yep. They're yeah. not just coming here to get the workout. Now they have, you know, it, and it goes back to a podcast we were talking about beyond the workout. Yeah. Right. That those are the things that take you beyond the workout. They're mm -hmm. now coming in, and even though the workout is happening, you know, our clients are thinking about the, the you know, rowing the English Channel yeah, or picking up the Eiffel Tower, you know. Yeah. Like, that's where the... Not picking up, but hiking up on, on the uh, Versa <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all good. I mean, hopefully that makes hiking. sense to you guys. I mean, really, our point here is to, to help you do better. I mean, to be better marketers. Mm -hmm. And honest, the honest truth guys with, with knowing the math of marketing, knowing these strategic tactical approaches to marketing and, and everything that we teach, you can beat just about anybody out there because fitness marketing is subpar at best. There's just not many people doing it well. And when you do it right and you do the retargeting and you do all these kind of back end deals, uh, as far as optima, optima, optimize, optimization, optimizing, optimizing it, <laughs> Um, you can win. I mean, really, that's yeah. the end of the day. And that's what we're trying to help you do. So hopefully this helps. Uh, that's it for this episode, guys. Until next show, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.